Yeah, kia ora, Jack. Yes, indeed. Same time, I actually think I probably ordered up fish and chips from the Hampton Hotel in Murchison within minutes of you guys sitting down to eat dinner Hang on, on so, the Saturday so, night. Wh- well, when, when were you there, dare I ask? I arrived Saturday. And Last Saturday? Monday. Yeah. Isn't that freaky? Oh, that's spooky. <laughs> My dad had the fish and chips. My brother and I had the Wedges Supreme, which I highly recommend. But, uh, yeah. It's a great pub, isn't it? Oh, it was fizzing last Saturday night as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. look, that's a small word. I'm sorry we didn't realise we were crossing paths. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. It's um, For those who don't know Murchison, wedged between two national parks. So um, yeah. it's, all, it's all about the outdoors in that part of the country. Certainly is, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't realise that, yeah, you've got Nelson Lakes to the right and then Kahurangi on the left. Um and that that whole plain that Murchison is set around is called the Four Rivers Plain because, as obviously you will know, Jack, there's a lot of rivers that run through that part there of the are, world. There are, yeah. And um, that's why it's such a popular destination for uh, trout fishing, particularly wild brown. And the other big calling card, whitewater sports. I was intrigued to see that Murchison is the home to the New Zealand kayak school. Um, oh. And they've got a very intense roster of of training sessions and schools, yeah. whether you are a beginner or an advanced kayaker. But, yeah, it really is all about the outdoors. I just love the mountainscapes around Murchison. You know, there's a great sense of wilderness about yeah. the place. Yeah, and, there really um, is. It almost feels like you're in the sort of foothills of the Rockies or something, eh? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was actually the hiking trails that um, I focused my attention on. And I have to say, I did get a wasp sting too. The oh. wasp. Uh, out in force, aren't they? Well, see, no, here's what happened on our tramp. So we were walking along and we barely saw any wasps, right? And then, yeah. and in fact, Dad very foolishly said, oh, it's awesome, we've seen no wasps while we've been out, have we? And then about 20 minutes later, <laughs> I got stung by a wasp and the wasp itself got stung, uh, got stuck in my hand. Oh. So, like, it stung me. And so I was lifting up my hand as I was being stung saying, Dad, you gave this wasp the commentator's curse. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, oh man. So, so yeah. you did the you did some short and sweet walks though. What were the standouts yeah. for you? Yes, I didn't do the old ghost uh, road. I went down to Lila to check it out. But yeah, the short and sweet walks. If you just want to do a little quick dip around Murchison, um, the the locals all were unanimous with me that their favourite walk in town is the Kahikatea Walk, which is just a very easy loop mm. track. And what's really good about it, it's about five minutes from the main street of Murchison. What's really good is that it's like a remnant of how the Murchison uh, area and that Four Rivers Plain used to look because it's this this last vestige of lowland podocarp forest. So obviously you've got kahikatea trees and matai trees. We saw kedaru, we saw tui, robins all flittering about in the trees. Um, and then the other trail very close to the to the pub, just across the river, the Matakitaki River, the Skyline Walk. Now that starts from the west bank of the river and it's an absolute banger of a walk because it zigzags its way up the hillside through beach and podocarp forest. And as the name would suggest, once you get above the tree line, you have just got the most amazingly rangy mm. view. You can see the two national parks. You can see all of the rivers that flow around Murchison, sort of like snakes or just vast twisting ribbons across the landscape. It is quite amazing. Oh, spectacular, eh? And the Buller Gorge is just down the road and it yes. features New Zealand's longest swing bridge. Yes. Word of the day, Jack Tame. Jephyrophobia. The fear of crossing bridges. 
So if, if you happen to be a Jafirophobic, I reckon to conquer your fears, this is the swing bridge to cross. The longest swing yeah. bridge south of the equator. It's longer than a rugby field. It's as high as a six-story building. And what I loved about it is that as you walk across it, um, it just gives you such a great view of the stroppy splendor of the Buller Gorge and those gigantic mm. boulders and that deep green churning water. Um, and once you get across the bridge, they've actually, uh, the people who um, look after the bridge, they've developed this really cool trail, which actually uh, threads together a whole lot of nuggets of history. Obviously, gold mining history is huge. The other big totem, nature's might, the White Creek Fault Line, and you can see it. Uh, which was the epicentre of the Murchison earthquake, which was New Zealand's third deadliest earthquake after Napier in Christchurch. And you can see how the ground was thrust up four and a half metres in mm. an instant mm. when that uh, 7.8 mag quake ruptured. So, yeah, an awesome walk once you get across the swing bridge and, um, and recover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what other excursions pull the crowds? Well, something I did not do, but I'd love to go back and do this, is this rather quirky four-hour guided tour of the backcountry, which is called the Natural Flames Experience. And it's tucked away deep in the bush on private land close to Murchison. But they've got this, like, seam or seepage of natural gas that has been burning nonstop in the bush for nearly a century. And um, this little sort of seepage of natural gas was actually set alight by a couple of curious farmers in 1922, and it stayed alight ever since. Um, so it's now been turned into like a guided excursion where you can get pancakes and billy tea boiled up <laughs> on these natural flames. <laughs> <laughs> there were plenty of punters when you went lining up for the old ghost road as well. Plenty of oh. mountain bikers, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And I was really intrigued by this because I just poked my nose around Lyle on Monday when I was heading home. And yeah, the sandflies were certainly out in force, but there were so many people gearing up to set up on the trail. The thing I was interested to find out from you, Jack, is obviously you, you guys tramped it. Compared to walking it, how many people did you see biking it? Oh, I reckon probably four cyclists for every tramper, maybe five. Yeah. The amount of yeah. It's, as a mountain biking track, it's just like, it's second to none. In fact... Um, the whole time I was walking it, I, I was tramping it, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to come back here <laughs> with my bike and ride this because it's so good. Well, I yeah, see, I'm, I'm going to sound like a wuss here. I would have thought, looking at it, it would be easier to walk than bike, given how narrow those trails are and how... I think you you've know, got to be reason, those... a reasonably competent mountain biker. I think that it's yeah. four out of five on the New Zealand cycle trail yes. difficulty yeah. thing. So you've you got to be a pretty good mountain biker. You don't want to be on a bike for the first time, certainly. No, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds fabulous. Oh, it's just a wonderful part of the country. I, I loved it. Hey, um, there's one thing that we were drawn to in Murchison. After dinner, we went just for a bit of a stroll around town just to try yeah. and burn off some of the excesses. And um, I went to the Murchison Courthouse. Did you go there? Isn't that amazing? It's beautiful, right? The little courthouse. Did yeah. you read the plaque outside? Uh, no. Okay, there's a little plaque. I'm going to read it to you here. It's, it's on the wall, and I just loved it, yeah. so I took a photograph, and I'm glad that I can share it with you, okay? Yeah. It, the plaque says, Dynamite Explosion. The original Murchison Courthouse once stood on this site and had its walls smashed in and the whole building <laughs> shifted two inches off its piles in 1905. Oh, my God. A certain gentleman farmer 
was taken to court by his neighbour for alleged cattle thieving, and he became so angry at the whole proceedings that he tied dynamite around himself and threatened to blow up the judge and the courthouse. Luckily, he was persuaded outside before he was able to detonate the charge. This is where it gets a bit macabre. The farmer killed himself, appearing to be here one moment and completely disappearing the next. Two policemen were badly injured. So ended an interesting but sad episode in Murchison's history. I was wow. like, what? That sounds like what? something out of Oklahoma. It doesn't it? It's nuts. That was Murchison <laughs> at the turn of the century. So how about that? It was all happening. Don't you love the Lions Project writing the line as well? So ended yes. an interesting but sad episode. Yep, that's a good way of describing it. <laughs> I love anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> hey, I'm glad you had a good time. It's a wonderful part of the country, Mike. Thanks yeah, for sharing you too, your Jack. tips. All right.